We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, fellow brunchers. Welcome back. A brunch talk here where we answer your burning dating questions. This is where real people send in their real questions and we'll give you our real opinions about your questions. I'm always amazed by how many questions we get that I'm just like, yes, everyone has this question. Thank you for yes. you know saying what's on everyone else's mind. So thank you again if you're sending them in. Again, this is a companion podcast to our long form podcast that goes out every Wednesday. That's the traditional dateable, but this is our, you know, side dish, as we call it, with brunch talk. <laughs> and the side dish question for this episode is, with everybody in vacation mode lately during this time of the year, how do you keep a connection going if everyone's constantly out of town? And for more context, this listener wrote in and said, he actually gave a few examples, which I love. So <laughs> thorough, but like a good first date. And then they head off for a 10-day trip to visit family on the East Coast the day after. Or mm -hmm. you feel like you have a great match, but then they're gone for four plus weeks. Then you have an initial planned date and 
that it's rescheduled for when they come back from one to two week road trip. So basically at the crux of it is you have this connection that's starting and then travel happens. What do you do? Hi. Is it story time? It's story time. <laughs> Vacations have always been the relationship killer for me. <laughs> always. And if I were to do it again, here are some things I would do differently. Many times what happens is you could have a really strong connection and then one of you goes on vacation, you stop communicating or it's very sporadic and then you come back and that connection can't be replicated anymore. It's gone. That's happened to me multiple, <laughs> multiple times. So what I think is so important is like before you or the other person goes on vacation, you have a very intentional conversation about how do we want to keep communicating? What does that look like? Are we going to FaceTime? Are we going to get the time zones right? Are we trying to text every day? And going into that conversation, have a good idea of what you would prefer. If you're the one going on vacation, listen, you got to be realistic. You got to be like, yeah. you know what? I'm probably going to be out exploring, going on adventures, but I would love to FaceTime with you at least twice a week. And let's set those days now so I can plan around it. That way you can like prioritize a connection versus it can't deal with the mindset of like, let's just see where it goes. Let's just see what happens, which means nothing's going to happen. Well, that's the worst because you as the person that's behind, that's not on the trip, is just waiting by your phone wondering. Yeah. And I think it's also awkward for the person on the trip because I've actually been here before. It's like I only went on a date or two with this person. I don't want them to think that like I am not enjoying my trip and just texting them the whole time. I... It's just very awkward and uncomfortable. I would say too, if you know you're going to be traveling for a week, maybe do the date when you come back. So momentum can build up because yes. yeah I hear this listener wrote in and said like you match and then you go away but I still think matching and going away is easier to recover from yeah. than having that great date going away and then it fizzles and then people don't know should I reach out again should I text them like it's just awkward so if you know you're going to be away for a while maybe you don't need to squeeze that last minute date in that person will be there when you return and if they're not then that's just the way it was meant to play out mm-hmm. try to be realistic that dating does require some momentum. So how can you set yourself up for success? And if you have been on dates before one of you going on vacation, set that date when you come back yes. now before you go on vacation. That's best. Yeah. I come back on Tuesday. I would love to see you Wednesday. Let's set a time. Let's set a location. You have something to look forward to and then you both are in it together. You're like, okay, we're actually trying to make this connection work or seeing where it goes. And during your time away, you can keep building up to this date. Oh, I can't wait to tell you the story when I see you in person. That's so lovely. You feel like you're already building something. Something's blossoming. I think that's the way to go. Because then if you don't hear from them for some reason, you still know it's happening. It just depends how long you're gone. Like if you're gone for a week and you know that you have the date set, I feel like I'd be less anxious yeah. than if I didn't have the date set. And I was wondering, like, is this person going to want to still see me again? Like the wondering is taken out of the equation here. So if they do reach out, it's only a cherry on top at that point. I'm just getting all these memories back of remember the Tahoe guy, Julie? We had such a good connection. <laughs> 
I don't remember him. I feel like you had so many people that either you left or they left and it just died. I don't even remember who the Tahoe guy is. <laughs> the guy that I had such a strong connection with and he missed our date because he was coming back from Tahoe and it was a lot of traffic. That oh, guy yes, yes. still made it work eventually. So I went to Europe for two weeks. And before that, we had this hot and sexy night together. Just great date. He's like talking about moving to Colorado. And I'm like, yeah, I'll move to Colorado with you. One of those stupid nights where you're just like, I'm going to fall in love with this guy. As soon as I got to Europe, all the communication kind of just paused, just one word answers from him. And when I came back, just zip, zilch, nothing. And later I put the pieces together. And the day I left for vacation was when he met his now wife. He went to this event. She was there. And they must have had an even stronger connection. And uh, yeah, I was no longer part of that dream of moving to Colorado. They do live in Colorado now together. So the point of this is also don't set such high expectations either. Mm. You're still just trying to see the connection through. And anything can happen while one of you is away. It could also be that one person decides that maybe the connection wasn't there anymore. Yep. And you have to be okay with it, right? So in the time away, that's why it's important to keep in contact because then you stop building the fantasy when there is no communication. You can at least be realistic about it. It's such a good point that especially in the early stages, even if you didn't go away, things can fall apart at any time. So sometimes I think we look at the going away as the reason that that happened. But who knows? This guy could have met this person anyways, even if you were For sure. at your apartment, it might not have changed it at all. Before we keep going, I want to talk about the positives where you can actually accelerate your relationship. But before we do, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm 
often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast exit interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I actually feel like the best side, though, is when you have that person that's willing to take time out to communicate with you. It can actually show that things are moving in a positive direction. Like I remember with my partner, it wasn't the beginning. It was probably two months in, but it was still like relatively early. He went back home to his mom's house in Florida and we did like FaceTimes all the time still. Mm -hmm. Like he made that effort and we were constantly texting like it didn't feel any different. And that actually was really good for me to see because I had so many other people that just got too busy or they couldn't make the time. Yeah. And you can actually identify, okay, this person is willing to put in what it takes or not even just willing to put in, but they want to talk to you. Like they actually want to make the time because they're excited about the connection. I was going to say, I think someone willing to FaceTime is huge. It's huge. If someone's willing to text, that's so easy. You could be texting multiple people. It could be casual, but to FaceTime, you got to make sure you're in a room where it's quiet. You got to make sure you make the time for it. You can't do it casually. You can't like FaceTime while you're on the toilet. You know, <laughs> like you can't multitask. So that's like devoted, intentional time. I think that's huge. And I think there's nothing wrong with asking for literal FaceTime. Yeah. And I mean, especially depending on where you are in this relationship. Also, how long are they going to be gone? I think if they're gone for like a weekend, you could probably go a few days without talking to them. I hope so. I would hope hope so. so. But if they're going to be gone for like a month, then yeah, there's nothing going to come back from this a month in. So you've got to make sure you figure out a way to stay in contact. It's really tricky when you're in the early stages. But if you feel scared, if you think, oh, if I ask for FaceTime when we're away, it's going to scare this person off, then that's not the right person. You want someone who's willing to lean in to seeing the connection through. And if they're hesitant about that, then you have your answer. You can now go enjoy your vacation and not have to worry about this fantasy of this person. 
I mean, I think there's nothing wrong, too, of just being open and saying that exactly what this listener wrote in, Mm -hmm. that, you know, I was really excited about our connection. I'm a little nervous that, like, one of us being gone for so long, Mm -hmm. just the way modern dating is and how fickle it could be, I'm a little nervous that, you know, it's just going to evaporate. What are your take on communicating during vacation? Just open the conversation up. It's not finger pointing to this person. It's just knowing the reality that in this early stage, when it's so fragile, then you can just be open about it and approach it as a team, like not having this mystery of how one person wants to be communicated with and how the other person interprets it. I think so many of the reasons why there is this anxiety and anguish and expectations that are out of whack is just because we don't communicate ever. No. And If you think about it, if you're in a relationship with someone and they go on vacation, wouldn't you want to be sharing during that time? You would be sending photos. You would be sharing what you did that day. So why wouldn't you want to emulate that in the beginning of a blossoming connection? Why would you feel hesitant to do that? Because that's like the whole point is you want to find someone to share your life with. Well, I think people think it's too much, like they're asking for too much because they barely know the person. And it's kind of like similar to like stating your needs early on. You could look at this as a way to see how this person could be a good partner to you. Mm -hmm. If this kind of curveball of them going away, if you had this connection, Instead of looking at it as a detractor, look at it as an opportunity to get more data and line of sight into how this person operates. Mm -hmm. Do they leave you in the dark? Do they communicate what's going on for them? Even if they can't talk 24-7 on their vacation, just understandable. Them just saying like, sending a text in the morning or even saying like, I'm going to be on a hike all day. Like at least they're like keeping you in the loop versus just making you sweat it out. Yeah, I really hate that. I really hate that feeling of like, are they going to text me today? Where are they in their trip? Are they having a good time? It's so much better to just keep people updated. I love receiving a text of like, I'm probably going to be out of pocket for the next two days, but yeah. thinking about you and I'll fun. text you once I get signal back or something. That's great. You're setting my expectations, right? I don't want to be making up stories about you just because I haven't heard from you. I think that honestly is what it is for me too. It's like, I didn't need to be talking to the person I'm dating. 24 7 when I first met them. Mm -mm. It's just, you don't want that anxiety of, did they forget about me? Have they moved on or whatever it is? You just want to feel like you're on the same page with someone. Right. Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard, but it is hard for people. It's not too much to ask for. I think you just need to set the expectations, have a plan that works for the two of you, given whatever is going on with the travel. And really, your time apart is very telling Mm -hmm. of your relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? The time you do not spend together says more about your relationship than the time you do spend together. So Absolutely. be open, observe those behaviors, observe your own feelings. How do you feel when you're away from this person? Maybe distance does make the heart grow fonder, or maybe those feelings just evaporate and that can happen. That's okay. So just get curious and really lean into learning about yourself during that time. So set yourself up for success, whether that is communicating or making sure to schedule dates in a time period that you'll be around and you won't be jet setting and out of town (laughs) all the time. Perfection. Okay. If you liked your 
burning dating question answered, you can DM us on Instagram at Datable Podcast. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com or better yet, leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts and you can ask a question in the body of the review. If you do, we will push your question up to the front of the line and we'll answer it as fast as we possibly can. Yep. And make sure to subscribe, rate and review and five stars, please. And make sure to tune into our long form primary podcast, Datable. Again, this is the side dish. We're here for you. But you know, we really dive in deep on those episodes. So if you haven't checked them out yet, go on over there. There's about 300 episodes for you. So if you're new, boy, are you in luck today. <laughs> you can listen to it on your vacation. Exactly. You don't need to communicate with your partner. Just listen to Dateable. You like tell the person you're dating, you're like, sorry, I could not FaceTime with you because I was too busy listening to too Dateable. Too busy, which is a great excuse. We forgive you. <laughs> all right, wrapping up, and we'll see you all next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, Stay dateable.